This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. All right, there's the Nuge. 25 seconds left in the first half. Pittsburgh up 14-13 on Cleveland Thursday night football. The Blue Jays not doing well tonight in the seventh inning. They trail Tampa Bay 10-3. Oilers will play on Sunday in a preseason game at home against the Winnipeg Jets. 2.30 for the face-off show right here on 630 Chad. The game will start at four as the Oilers uh, get going with five exhibition games in seven days starting on Sunday. Uh, WWE, what's it called? The Monday Night Raw, Kellen? Monday Night Monday Raw Night. on Monday. Monday of what the Raptors preseason game is, uh, what is that, on next Sunday the 2nd? Oh, yeah. So there's uh, something else going on. So that's pretty cool. A lot happening in our uh, city. Yeah, they're playing games in Edmonton and uh, Montreal, October 2nd. Okay, well, this is going to be a fun interview. I've been talking about this off and on for the last couple of days. Uh, This is happening uh, tomorrow. The uh, University of Alberta Students Union are going to try to break the Guinness World Record for the world's largest dodgeball game. To explain further... He's the president of the Students' Union, Abner Montero. Abner, you're on with Reed. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great, Reed. Thank you for having me. Yes, well, thank you for hopping on the show. Did you ever think your duties as president of Students' Union would be doing an appearance on Inside Sports? To be honest with you, Reed, I had no clue, never would have thought it. Uh, three years ago when I got into student governance and after being uh, at the U of A for the past two years and seeing what campus has been like, I'm just really fortunate and lucky to be in this position and having this opportunity. Okay, so uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Uh, well, I live in St. Albert right now. Uh, I was born and raised in Manitoba, moved to Alberta when I was younger in high school, and now I live in St. Albert, go to the U of A, and I've been a student here ever since. Okay, well, where did you finish high school? Where did you graduate from? I went to Belrose Composite High School for my last year uh, in grade 12, so I lived in rural Alberta in Drayton Valley for three years. And then oh. for my final High school, moved to St. Albert's because I had a real passion for basketball and I wanted to play at a higher level. Okay, well, you're going to like this. I grew up in Evansburg. Really? Okay. Yes. Well, we used to play Evansburg all the time. There you go. Well, I'm a bit older than you, so I don't think we played against each other, but that's cool. Uh, so you're, you're, is basketball your number one sport or what's your passion? Well, I, I do love basketball, but I really play any sport. The only, uh, the only sport I haven't really had a chance to play was ice hockey. Uh, but I'm I'm learning how to skate, so I get a chance to play that too. Other than that, I just love playing sports altogether. Okay, and what are you studying at the U of A? Uh, doing a Bachelor of Science in Kinesiology. All right. And yeah. what prompted you to get involved with the Students' Union? Because that's, uh, you know, a volunteer thing, but it's a lot of work on top of all your schoolwork and whatever else you're doing in your life. 
Well, you know, I really, uh, this event and getting the chance to host Break the Record really brings it full circle for me. When I got to the U of A, one thing I knew I wanted to do for sure was get involved and create community on campus. That was my biggest driver for getting involved in student groups, getting involved in governance, is that I wanted to create community, make sure my peers were having fun while they were here on campus. And getting a chance to do that again on a huge scale like this is, is really happy and really rewarding for me. Okay, so let's talk about this. Yes. So this is... Now, I, I want you to explain this to me. How is this game going to work? I'll just ask you that, and you can take it wherever you want. <laughs> sure. So if you don't mind, Reed, I can give you a little bit of backstory as to how we've gone to this point, and then I'm happy to kind of go over some of the... Oh, the, I, the, I want the backstory. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, so Break the Record really started back in 2010 as an idea to be an opening ceremony for a legendary event we do on campus called Campus Cup, the dodgeball tournament. And in that game, the U of A broke the record for the largest game of dodgeball with 1,198 players. After that, the record was taken by the University of California, Irvine, which who currently hold the record right now. And at that time, they got 1,745 players. And in that uh, same year, the U of A tried to reclaim it again and ended up getting 2,012 players out. Uh, going, going again further another year, uh, we set the record one more time for 4,974 players, 79 players in 2012. And UC Irvine took it again from us in September of 2012 with 6,084. And since that point, it's been 10 years. There's been a 10-year hiatus where the U of A hasn't had a chance to respond. And we finally decided that enough is enough. And we're coming back 10 years later to take that record. So this is two universities in two different countries going back and forth then with a bit of a rivalry here. Yeah, it really is. Uh, if you, you go back on YouTube, you can find some videos of UC Irvine uh, calling us out us calling them out again it's it's been a big rivalry and uh, we're ready to bring it back okay so you need uh over 6100 players tomorrow basically to break the record it's being held the game is being held outdoors at varsity field right by the butter dome people should know where that yes. is um yeah, correct. How, how who counts because I'll, I'll just preface this by saying and i was talking about this in, in my last uh, segment of the show here i often have interviewed the people who organize and play in the world's longest hockey game and they have to tape the whole thing and they have to keep stats. Like they can't just play shinny. They have to play an organized hockey game. So what sort of rules does Guinness have for you guys for this to be official? Yeah, so I can go over a few of the specific rules. Uh, we're really fortunate to have a great team who's been putting in a lot of work to make sure we can meet all these regulations and rules. We also have a judge from the Guinness Book of World Records flying down to Edmonton tomorrow to be here in person, which makes it a little bit easier for us to be able to administer all of the rules and make sure everything's in line. But uh, just a, a few of the uh, specifics, we have 6,500 people we're aiming for. Uh, for, every one, for every four people, you have to have one dodgeball. So that's 1,625 dodgeballs. I think at this stage, we've bought every dodgeball that's even available. Um, 130 referees that have to be there to officiate the game and hundreds of volunteers that are there for crowd control and a whole other variety of things. And I can't even tell you how many GoPros and cameras we're going to have at the event on buildings at our turn at our turnstiles like when we're counting everyone coming in to make sure we can document everything sorry how many dodgeballs 1625 where did you get them all we reached far and wide through the university through past tournaments we've done through suppliers to find every single dodgeball we could to have for this event all right so now is it only U of A students who are participating? Because isn't this like a fifth? I, I don't even know what the enrollment is in anymore, but it's going to be a good chunk of the total kids at the school. Yeah, well, we have we have a, roughly 35,000 undergraduate students, uh, just over 8,000 graduate students. Uh, the beauty of this event is 
when our team came together to decide to do this, we were thinking about the community in mind. It's been so tough over the last few years, and we didn't want to just bring students together, but we wanted to bring students, faculty, staff, members of the community, alumni, anybody who loves dodgeball to be able to come and play in this game. So everyone is free to come to this game, whether you're in Edmonton, whether you're in Calgary, it doesn't matter where you are. If you can be here tomorrow to register at 3 o'clock, you can be in the game and play for the world record. Okay, so is anybody already registered, or is part of the rule is you have to register all the people and then they got to play the same day? No, so we haven't necessarily been doing registration. Uh, we've been getting people to RSVP, making sure we're spreading the word, because our main primary goal is to get 6,500 people there, and we don't want to limit that because we won't be sure the registration if people will show up if they register or not. Um, so our biggest push is to get as many people through those turnstiles as possible for every person through that, tur- that turnstile. They'll get a free BTR T-shirt, uh, whether you're on the green team or the gold team. And when you get through those uh, those turnstiles, you'll be counting as one player who's going to be in the game. Okay, so you're not, I'm not trying to be pessimistic here, but you're not totally sure you're going to get to 6,500. Honestly, so we've been doing RCPs, getting, uh, getting people to RCP through, you know, students, faculty, staff. Um, the number keeps increasing as time goes on. We're in the thousands of people who have RSVP to come out to the game. I'm not sure what the exact number is right now, but hearing what everyone's, everyone's saying on campus, every single person I've talked to on campus, I've been on campus this whole week talking to students day and night, and everyone's saying they're really excited. They're all coming out. They're bringing their friends. Uh, I haven't heard a single person at the U of A and the faculties and staff who said that they aren't bringing their departments or telling people to come out. So um, everything we know so far, we're going to be right on the cost of 6500 It's going to be... Of course, we used to do it back and forth, trying to get uh, build that over time to get the record higher and higher. But we're making a really, really big push, so I think we're going to get there. I'm very confident. Okay, well, I, I think you will get there. How will the game look? You mentioned there are two teams, but it's a football field. How is this game going to look? Yeah, so our team was actually out on varsity field uh, earlier tonight, putting down pylons everywhere. Um, the whole field will be second, sectioned off into a regular uh, you know, side field, two sides with one line through the middle, all the dodgeballs at the center. People will be put on either the green team or the gold team or keeping the rules fairly standard for, for standard dodgeball rules. If you get hit, you're out. Um, and it, it's essentially going to be a game officiated by 130 people going back and forth like you'd regularly play dodgeball. So by the end, it could literally be down to one against one from each team to try to get the win. Absolutely. And everyone else on their team cheering them on. My goodness. I might have to try to go to this. This is incredible. Uh, You have to. We're going to make history. That's the goal tomorrow. So we want everyone to be there. So if you can be there, you should be there. It's the place to be. And I think think the weather is pretty good tomorrow, isn't it? Yes. We've also been blessed with some amazing weather tomorrow. So all the stars have aligned, it seems. And we're, we're starting for a really great day tomorrow. All right. Well, this is uh, this is amazing. I, I I can I I have your number now. I'm gonna can I text you to see how it went before my show, or maybe you or somebody else can even hop on tomorrow night as a follow up. I mean, this is awesome. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Send me a text and let me know, and I'd be happy to find someone, whether or, it's me or one of the people on my team. Our VP student play, life. Yeah, okay. yeah, because because you're gonna play uh, too, right? You're gonna play yourself. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, there's no question. The, the amount of time we put into this, we are playing for sure. Yeah, because I'd love to even talk to the, the last person or one of the last people standing. Because like being yeah. a, it's almost like winning a, something in the lottery. <laughs> one oh, yeah, the, si- <laughs> they're going to get to stand there with the Guinness Book of World Records certificate, the last team standing. It's going to be a huge moment. It's going to be a lot of fun. So I will definitely let them know when they, as soon as they uh, hit that person with the last ball that you want to talk to them. Okay. 
Well, uh, Abner, did I miss anything? Is there anything else you wanted to say before we wrap up? No, I just I want everyone to know, uh, wherever you are, that if you're able to come to the game tomorrow, any member of the community, you're welcome to come. Uh, please come. There's going to be places to store your things. We're going to be having a bag check and everything. So uh, we want people there. We want to break this record, and we want you to be a part of history. Abner, this is uh, this was so much fun to talk to you. Have fun tomorrow. I hope you uh, absolutely destroy UC Irvine's existing <laughs> record, and uh, all the best. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, I really appreciate the opportunity, Reed. That is Abner Montero, the University of Alberta Students' Union president, and he laid it out. They're going for 6,500 in the world's largest dodgeball game. UC Irvine has the record right now with 6,084 participants. It will be two teams with over 1,600 dodgeballs at center field. Everybody races up to get them, and away they go. Green team against gold team. My goodness. That, that, is, uh, that is incredible. I'm glad we had Abner on. And anybody can go play. They just ask you get the varsity field by 3. There's an hour of registration. The game's probably going to take about uh, an hour or so. And, uh, and you're off and dodging. Man, oh, man. That is going to be something. World's largest dodgeball game. We'll try to get some sort of a follow-up on the show tomorrow night. It's 746. It's Inside Sports on Chet. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. That was Abner Montero on the show, president of the U of A Students' Union. They're trying to break the Guinness World Record for the largest dodgeball game. Tomorrow at Varsity Field, registration at 3. They'll start the game at 4, probably take about an hour. And uh, they want to get 6,500 participants in that game. You'll be on either the green team or the gold team throwing and or dodging one of the 1,600-plus balls that are going to be used in the game. That is incredible. That's, uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. Those crazy college kids, eh, Kellen? That's a heck of a welcome back event, let me tell you. All, all, we, all we used to do for welcome back week, Wilkie, is, uh, well, you might have been a veteran of this back back in the eight days and that stuff. Uh, they used to just book concerts, and we would just uh, sit around and listen to live music and, uh, you know, yeah, I was consume never invited. beverages I was, of some sort. I was, I was never invited to those. <laughs> that's it. These people are actually being active and, you know, being productive and going for world records. And yeah, that's, that's, it's that's cool quite an event. I hope they yes. pull it off. I hope it's outstanding. That's really cool. Appreciate you tuning in tonight. Halftime. 14-13. Pittsburgh leading Cleveland. Thursday night football. Baseball tonight. Uh, the Blue Jays are in tough. It's the eighth inning. Top of the eighth. Jays are batting. They are down 10-3 to the Rays. All right. Oilers training camp on ice sessions today. We've been talking a lot about that. You heard from Yessi Pugliarvi a little bit earlier on. You heard from Dylan Holloway, some comments from Jay Woodcroft. I also asked Jay Woodcroft about Jason Demers, who uh, Woodcroft is part of the reason he was offered that PTO because uh, Woody coached him when he was an assistant in San Jose. He's a professional player, um, someone with 699 NHL games to his credit. Um, he's someone who's highly vote motivated. Uh, he played in the Olympics last year. He played in the KHL last year a bit. Um, he's fully healthy, um, but he's coming into camp with something to prove. 
And for me, I thought he had a good first day. It's obvious that he played towards his strengths. He moved the puck well. Um, but ultimately, um, those players that are competing to earn jobs or competing for ice time, um, their goal is to get better every day and then show very well in the preseason games that we have and we have five in the first eight days or so um so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out all right jason demir is one of two players in camp on a pto jake vertan and the other one we've talked a lot about him here's woodcroft's comment I thought he was ready to go. He had a, a good first day. I think as a coach on the ice, it's tough to evaluate every player and every um, drill and that type of thing because I'm more worried about the flow of practice and making sure that we're getting what we need uh, teaching point-wise. Um, I thought the pace was good today. I thought Jake showed well. Um, and, uh, you know, in those drills that we're, we're competing versus each other, I thought he, he showed well. All right, a little bit there from Jay Woodcroft spoke today after the seconds of the two sessions for the Oilers on ice uh, training camp practices at Rogers Place, which will continue tomorrow, which will continue Saturday, and then we get into that game action on Sunday. And like I said, busy, busy, busy for the Oilers game-wise. Five games in seven days. They're going to play uh, Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday next week so that's the five games in seven days and we have each broadcast for you right here on 6 30 chet okay yeah appreciate you tuning in today that's a five i can't stop thinking about this world's largest dodgeball game because i killing yeah (laughs) is it possible to just hang back but i guess the ball could be flying from anywhere in a game of dodgeball reed you got to go all out man it's like the movie if you can dodge a wrench reed wilkins you can dodge a ball so (laughs) But it's not. What was it in the movie Dodgeball? Is it like nine on nine or eight yeah. on eight? Or yeah, I think it was nine on works? nine, something like that. So this is going to be about uh, thirty-two hundred against thirty-two hundred. So somebody's not going to be in the mix, even if <laughs> if you want to be. But I, I don't know. I, I just, I, I, I don't know if I'm going to have time to go down. But you wonder if there'll be a something. giant loudspeaker there playing like the NFL films music or something in the background as the start of the game starts. And, yes, on the furrows and tundras of Edmonton, Alberta. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, he's, he's, I, man, I'm just, that's, that's so cool they're doing that. Yeah, it's really cool. What the, a Friday the video on that stuff is going to be amazing. But, yeah, if you can go check it out in person, that'd be cool too. So. Uh, I want to mention tomorrow for the U of A as well, the football team home to Saskatchewan Footfield at 7 o'clock. That is a big one. The Bears looking good after winning their last two to get to 2-1. and one. The Huskies are 3-0, and oh, so that's a big Canada West game. Mooners going to that one. The Oil Kings host Red Deer tomorrow at 7 at Rogers Place. The banner is going up. The uh, Oil Kings announcing that each player will have a personalized goal song this year. Okay, I'm just going to randomly pick some. Okay. Uh, Carson Golder is doing Chelsea Dagger by the Fratellis. I have heard of that. Yeah, Don? yeah, very famous. The Chicago Blackhawks have used it for years. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Dawson Seitz, he's going with the Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin. I know that one. Yep, that's a good song. Um Okay, Mason Finley, Fire Burning by Sean Kingston. I don't know that one. That's a little past my club going days there, Reed. So. 
They, they have a read on the team, Reed Larson. He has a song called Barbara Streisand by Duck Sauce. No idea. I, I have heard that, that one. I have well, heard that one. Yep. What's it like? So it's, uh, I'll, I'll send you a link. <laughs> it's hard to explain. All right. It's more of a dance track than anything else. Now, I, there is this line in the press release today. For the tradition-loving fans, they will still hear the Oil Kings classic goal song, Kickstart My Heart by Motley Crue. Good. As yep. the personal goal song won't kick in until after the players break from their celebratory huddle following the goal. Awesome. So Kickstart My Heart, and so you get the, you know, the, the big uh, motorbike sounding intro. And then it goes into the personalized goal song. That's fun. I think that's cool that they're doing that. Okay. Dave Campbell's the producer of the show. He's off this week with the Elks on a bye. Kellen Kennedy, your studio producer. My name's Reed. Take care.